Looking to stand out from the pack at your first job? When you earn a master's in management from Georgetown, you'll gain the skills employers value most, elevating your career prospects for years to come. Get started at choosegeorgetown.com slash MIM. It's the Smart Driving Cars podcast. It's the go-to place for real-world discussions about the technology and issues involving self-driving and driverless vehicles. I'm Fred Fishkin, along with the Faculty Chair of Autonomous Vehicle Engineering at Princeton University, Alan Kornhauser. Hi, Alan. Good morning, Fred. Well, right at the top, we want to remind our listeners that the second annual Smart Driving Car Summit is coming up at Princeton in less than two weeks. An amazing lineup will be there. We'll be chatting more about that. And it's not too late for you to be a part of it, too. First, though, Alan, you were quoted in a really important Los Angeles Times article this week about the divide developing between advocates calling for data transparency when it comes to the safety technology being used in autonomous vehicles and some companies that want to guard their secrets, so to speak. This is a heck of an issue. It, it is an issue. And, and of course, companies want to guard their IP. Absolutely. That's, you know, that's a very, very important part of their net worth. Um, but, but in a sense, uh, where the transparency is important is in dealing with safety. Safety is the, the uh, critical thing associated with any of this automated technology. If, if it is not safe, if it is perceived not to be safe, it won't be bought. It won't be deployed. It won't, it won't get off of the shelf. That is, those, those are absolute statements. It's not, even, it's not even a discussion. So therefore, safety is in a different realm. And in a sense... You know, the challenge with safety is we don't know what we don't know. And it's very difficult to figure out how, what we, to learn what we don't know. And, and, and unfortunately, or fortunately, some of us sit around academia and we just, you know, contemplate our navels and think about it, and, you know, and, and pontificate. Uh, and others are running tests and trying things and, and so on and so forth. And, and, and in the end, uh, you know, the way, the way you, you find out some of these things is you trip over them. And whenever we trip over something, then we really need to learn why we tripped. And not only do we need to learn what, why we tripped, we need to tell everybody else so that they don't trip. I mean, it's as simple as that. It's not any more advanced than that. And that requires transparency. You know, that what causes crashes typically is some very, very uh, low probability chance occurrings of a whole bunch of things coming together and then boom. And, and whatever those things were, they need to be understood and we need to understand, everyone needs to understand what came together or what didn't come together to then cause that so that, in fact, we can fix things and improve things and correct things so that next time 
we approach a similar situation, we don't trip again. I mean, that's that's how we learn. Okay. And, and it's very important. And it's important for the whole industry to learn together because in some sense here, you know, the, the rising tide lifts all boats. And, and it's not that, 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 oh, my goodness, because I tripped over it and fixed my system. Nah, hey, I'm safer than yours, and therefore we're going to compete on safety, and I win. No, you don't. Because if I end up tripping, guess what? I bring everybody down. When Uber tripped, they brought everybody down at least one notch, if not two notches. Now, everybody knew that somebody was going to trip at some point. Okay? Okay, we've had a trip. What happened? What really happened? What are the nitty-gritty nuts and bolts of what went on? And Uber should be out there telling everybody, watch out for this. That's being, that's being open. That's, that's, that's providing information. So nobody else trips on this. And if everybody else does this, everybody else is better. And if these things are safe, then it's gangbusters. Then everybody will want them. And there's room for everybody to, you know, meet their numbers and become rich or whatever the heck they're doing it for. But boy, if people keep tripping, the whole thing's going to be shut down. Would you advocate that the regulators, uh, states or, or the federal government make the sharing of data from crashes mandatory, uh, even if it may compromise some intellectual property? No, I would think that what what the regulators should do is to make sure that if people get together and do this, they aren't accused of collusion and brought under some sort of uh, of um, of uh, uh, against competition sort of rulings. Okay, to think that legislation is going to come out and rules are going to come out and say don't do this. It will be too late. But what, what about requiring the sharing of data from from crashes, from accidents? To do a requiring a sharing, they've got to have hearings. They've got to get around. They have to make that. They have to, they have to do this. They have to do that. It has to pass here. It has to pass in Congress. It has to pass through a bunch of states. By that time, the crashes have occurred. This thing is moving too fast. And you say, oh, let's slow down and let's not have this. Well, therefore, if we don't have this, then we don't get the opportunity to take advantage of the safety that all this is, is, is producing. So in a sense, the participants can in some sense react almost instantaneously by getting together and sharing and deciding to do it themselves as long as they're not accused of basically, uh, you know, getting all together and cooking the books. If, if that, any protection they need, they need protection against that. Interesting. But so real I, transparency I, I, is what you're I, calling for, I, that I, the company should just be doing this so that the technology gets advanced. The companies should get together and realize that, they, that this is better for everybody. Now, the problem is when you bring everybody in the room together to try to get do something that's better for everybody, everybody wonders whether or not everybody's colluding to then really take advantage of everybody. 
which, you know, is, is what happens uh, in a capitalistic society. All right. But this is safety. This is, this is really different. Okay. This is a necessary requirement of this technology. You don't do this well. You don't play. Because they'll shut you down. I'll shut you down. Okay? All of us will shut you down. So therefore, this, this is a completely, this is a diff, different realm, I think. And I think it should be taken as a different realm. Sure, the regulators should come in and there and say and encourage and so on. And yes, they should put eventually put in some rules and regulations and so on. Da, da, da. But my goodness, in some sense, we can't wait for them. Tesla has the opportunity to improve its software over the air essentially instantaneously. If they find something that improves that, they should just do it instantaneously, not have to wait till somebody tells them that they have to do it, go through 14 hearings and da 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 Hey, that's what technology has brought us, Okay. If we want to take advantage of it, use it to our benefit. And to our benefit, the key benefit here is safety. Then, in fact, we can actually do something. If we don't want to sit around meetings and da-da-dee and whatever, and and I'm playing golf. Interesting. And should it only be with crashes that data is shared? Or or what would you say to uh, companies sharing data when there are close calls and Goodness knows how many of those there are in a given day or week, even. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, you you make a very good point, Fred. Yes, absolutely, and and of course, uh, and and any time that anybody figures out, oh my goodness, uh, we just dodged a bullet. Look, guys, there's a look at this bullet. You should and gals, you should dodge this one too. Great. I'm I'm just trying to get the ball started right now. I mean, it's it's like <laughs> they, they've circled the wagons. Have we heard anything from Uber about what happened in in uh, in, in Arizona? I, I, hey, I guess you know I try to read this stuff. I'm you know, but I only have so much bandwidth. I haven't heard anything. Have they come on and said, yeah, absolutely? Our system actually saw Elaine four seconds before we hit her. Unfortunately, we weren't sure enough. And, and therefore, because we weren't sure enough, we sort of disregarded it. Uh, oh, my goodness, we're going to make this so that now we're sure enough and we're going to fix it, if that's what happened. They saw her. I mean, these are good people developing these things. The system is, is good. Okay, they can't say, hey, we didn't see her. Oh, my goodness. I mean, you know kids in grade school building these things would do a better job. So that's, well, you know, what do I know? I'm not, I'm not in the middle of it, but, but that's just what I suspect. And how do we make these things so that we were sure about it sooner, more often, better, so that we don't just blow it off and say, forget about it, which I suspect is in their code. That again, I'm, you know, I'm sitting here in nice backwater university, just you know, enjoying the beautiful sunshine. Summer's finally here in New Jersey. So the idea is to get companies to open up and talk to each other and agree 
to share data without the need then for government regulation requiring requiring them to do that. Right. And the government can come in and backfill it and make sure that, you know, everything, all, all the I's are dotted and T's are crossed and everybody behaves and so on and so forth. But I think it, I think it would, the industry can do this. The industry can do this and decide that they're going to, you know, whenever something happens, they're going to just spin it to make themselves look good and not hurt, hurt their image and whatever. Or they could decide to say, no, what we're going to do is really share it. Hey, we're... We're we're at, we're really sorry this happened. Of course we we didn't intend it, but it did. But we learned and we fixed it, or we're trying to fix it, or we're going to make sure we don't operate in this domain anymore, so that this we don't we don't have the uh, this opportunity to trip anymore. And to do that, to me, that would be that would be, be more adult behavior by the industry. You're also quoted in the L.A. Times today in a story about uh, backup cameras and a new federal rule requiring them that went into effect this week. The cameras alone aren't enough, though, right? Well, I mean, it's it's eye candy. I mean, it, it doesn't solve the problem that that I didn't look, I didn't see. Okay, you could have looked in your rearview mirror. And, and what the cameras need is a software that basically looks at the images and says, oh, my goodness, stop, and then applies the brakes so that the crash doesn't happen. And when you think about it, this is a lot easier to do backing up at five miles an hour. Because, hey, if you make, if you think that there's something there with the software and there really isn't and the brakes are applied, it's no big deal. When you're doing it the other way, going down the road at 40 miles an hour on an arterial at night, then you really need to be sure that there's something out there. Otherwise, you'll be applying the brakes when there's nothing there. And then the person's going to be very uncomfortable. And they're going to get irritated and they're going to find the, you know, the clippers that basically cut the wires and turn the darn thing off. So you have to be really good there. So you don't have the false alarms because otherwise then people won't put up with it. Well, the technology but, does exist. Some car makers are, are using that very technology now. So are you saying then that if the, if there's a requirement for backup cameras, the requirement should include the software that would work to prevent accidents, not just show you a screen. Absolutely. They're capturing the image, not do something with it. Do the processing to say, oh my goodness, there's something there, apply the brakes and apply the brakes. Don't tell me to apply the brakes. I'm, you know, I'm zoned out. I'm not looking. Okay, I mean, it might help me in a couple of situations to wait, you know, to say, hey, watch out. But if you know it, do it. And you can, and there are systems out there. And so the regulation doesn't go far enough. So I applaud the regulation as a start. It's great. Wonderful. Thank you. Okay. It's just not enough. And in fact, we need that. And, and of course, everybody's been afraid to, 
oh, take over from the independence and authority of the driver. I mean, my goodness, uh, don't apply the brakes. You're backing up. You're going five miles an hour. You're not going anywhere fast anyway. So even if the brakes do every once in a while, you know, get scooped and get applied, uh, no big deal. So in the backup camera world, this is easy and it should be done. In the front camera world, when you're going down the arterial at 40 miles an hour or down the freeway at 70 miles an hour, then you have to be better. And I think we can be better and we should be better. And that's where we should all be working. And of course, a lot of people are. But in fact, that should be the, the, the objective. Not, hey, give me, put a picture on some screen someplace. That my, my goodness, for any old driver, it's kind of difficult. We're used to looking up at the rearview mirror. Uh, who's looking down uh, to be able to see the screen? Now, if they put the, 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 the image where the rearview mirror is, that, that probably would help. But I don't know. I mean, there's probably a regulation that says you can't, you know, display a, a, a camera image on the rearview mirror. Oh, well, okay, whatever. That could be fixed, too. Now, in the latest edition of The Dispatcher by our friend Michael Senna in Sweden, he is arguing that autopilot on all Tesla vehicles should be turned off, period. That's something he said before. Where do you weigh in on that? Well, um, uh, I don't, uh, Michael knows I don't agree with him on that. I, 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 I think that the, even uh, what has been, uh, what we've experienced with autopilot up, up to today, um, I think we're still ahead of the game in terms of, of safety. In other words, uh, uh, more people have been saved than have been killed. Uh, can I prove that? No, but uh, I, I think uh, I'm just speculating that that is. So therefore, because I'm a, on that side of the fence, I, I, I don't agree with Michael on that one. Um, um, and and um, the kinds of, of things that have happened with, uh, uh, with uh, uh, autopilot on uh, aren't really things that if we would have run around on the test track more, we would have learned those. Again, those are the rare events and combination of events that um, that uh, uh, come together that in some sense you only can experience and trip over if you're there with mother nature in reality um you 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 we're not smart enough we don't know what we don't know on those things um and then uh, sort of thirdly um i don't think uh, I don't think any of the crashes so far, again, this is my opinion, and I, I haven't done all the hard work to really, you know, uh, say that this is more than a personal opinion. But in, in the Joshua Brown case, in the fire truck case, in the, in the New Jersey barrier butt end case, um, those, those aren't the fault of autopilot in my opinion. Those are the fault of the automated emergency braking system. And that, and, and in some sense, I, I put the same sort of blame on uh, with respect to the Uber crash. Um, uh, the automated emergency braking systems 
in in recognizing objects on the road that should be avoided in front of you that are stationary for which your approaching velocity is equal to your vehicle velocity is not good enough today. It doesn't properly differentiate well enough what is an overhead bridge abutment versus a fire truck sitting in the lane or an overhead branch versus the butt end of a New Jersey barrier or an overhead sign versus the broadside of a truck uh, uh, crossing uh, your lane in front of you. And I think I think those are the things that that went awry in those situations. And it certainly would be nice if Tesla was uh, was more forthcoming and Mobileye was more forthcoming and and Volvo was more forthcoming and Uber was more forthcoming and so on with respect to the details of, of what was known when in the software, in the whole software stack, sensor stack, for the five seconds leading up to each of those crashes. Um, they haven't been as, as open in divulging that. And I think, again, this is what we were talking about before. It would help everybody, I think, and them also, uh, to basically make all that public so that it can be fixed and improved. It's that same issue of transparency. We'll be talking about that a little bit more later at, and, and of course, center stage at the uh, upcoming summit. It will be center stage at the upcoming summit. It's going to be the, 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 the lunchtime uh, plenary at the, on, on Wednesday is, is, uh, is I imagine the, the discussion is going to be all about that. It's really important. And not only is it important for legislators uh, and the, the regulatory folks and the oversight folks uh, to, to be discussing this, it's also important for insurance because insurance could be out there making people do this well. And in fact, uh, uh, requiring them to, hey, we're, we really want to know what's going on in the guts of your algorithms and, and, and your sensors to see which ones of these things are you really paying attention to and which ones are you saying, forget about it. And in fact, you know, we're going to reward you if, 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 if you're better at, 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 at pieces of this than others. And your insurance rates are going to be improved and, and so on. And so you'll actually have a financial result um, opportunity with this. And guess what? Insurance has an opportunity, too, if it understands exactly what's going on in each of these things and can tell the good ones from the bad ones. Going to be so, great discussions. Fact, they, yeah, they're pushing it. They, and they can make it happen much faster than any legislator. They can make it happen with respect to their rates. Aptiv announced uh, this week, uh, Alan, that it will launch a fleet of 30 autonomous BMW vehicles to be used by Lyft in Las Vegas. Given that there are going to be safety drivers along for the rides, uh, how significant is this announcement? 
Well, I think it's it's a step that it's 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 nowhere near the step that Waymo has made in in Chandler, okay, where they took the 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 the, uh, the human oversight out of it. So you know, this is a self driving thing, okay. It's good that they're doing it. You know, Uber's been doing it for how long in um, in uh, Pittsburgh, okay, and and so on. Great, wonderful. Okay, and it, and it is. I'm not, you know, it is, but it's not monumental. What 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 Waymo has done in Chandler and is doing, it, I assume today and every day, and not just as a matter of course, is they're actually providing the mobility without the driver. I mean, that is that is the that's the big news. That's how you get the real value of this. Otherwise, we might as well just have a. We might as well just have a Lyft driver in there. Okay, now, now instead of paying for a Lyft driver to to provide us with the mobility, we have to pay for for an engineer and so on. Can you imagine how much those folks make and how expensive they are? Whew. Absolutely. And uh, I don't know about Nevada, but the California DMV is telling eight companies testing self-driving cars on the public roads there that they must provide annual reports about what they call disengagements, those times when a backup driver has had to take control. This is, this goes back to transparency, I suppose. Absolutely, and they've had it in there. I mean, I mean, uh, Bernard Soriano made sure that, they, that it was in there and so on. Yes, you know, that's part of the transparency. You thought that something was going wrong, you took over. Now, it's just the beginning to transparency because they really don't tell us what and, 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 and the categories of the what's is, is sort of broad. So you really don't know. I mean, they should tell us in the guts of the algorithm, you know, where the branch point was that, that sort of didn't, didn't do the right thing uh, to then say, Oh my goodness. Um, somebody, a human has to come in here and take over. And it would be, it would be, and this is all about safety again and again all that information should be shared uh, and Cal- but, california you know, is also I, set I, to I, allow or maybe maybe they are allowing now uh not that i've heard though testing to go on without the backup drivers in california yes and and uh, waymo has applied and i have not seen whether or not it's been granted or whether they've actually implemented it Okay, uh, but Waymo has applied, uh, and at least I've seen one one public report on that, and I haven't seen an announcement that in fact that they've implemented that yet. Okay, but maybe they have. They're always late in announcing anyway. Okay, so. but but uh, but they, but they are doing it in Chandler. Okay, so at least that's that's someplace and. And with respect to the issue of, of my goodness, if, uh, if, if we have these disengagements or we have these crashes, we then have to tell the world as to how our, our IP operates. Um, uh, geez, that's unfair. And I say, I say to, to anybody, I say, well, uh, then you shouldn't have any disengagements and you shouldn't have any crashes on public roads because if you don't, then you won't have to release any any of that IP, okay? So look, the onus is on you. 
don't crash on a public road, then you won't have to tell anybody exactly all your great IP. You can keep it all for yourself. Everybody's happy. Or go into a different line of work, right? They're going into a different line of work, yes. I mean, it's so easy sitting here, you know, but it, it, hey, this is tough and this is serious. Uh, but what's at stake is really important. The Economic Times had a piece so uh, w- with the headline, Pentagon to beat Uber, Tesla, and race over self-driving vehicles. You had a pretty strong reaction in the newsletter to that idea. Well, I mean, you know, uh, that just, they're not in the same race. So I don't know, you know, how you declare one person a winner over another person when people are, at least they should be in a different race. The objectives and the needs of the Pentagon are are not completely, are vastly different than what Uber and Lyft and Waymo need to be able to provide mobility to everybody in Princeton without a driver. It's a different problem. Sure, it uses some of the same technology. Sure, it says don't hit anything. Yes, but the rest of it, no. I mean, you know, to, to be able to send a vehicle down a dirt road in Afghanistan and, you know, whatever, without a driver is is one thing. And, it, and it's not that it, I'm not suggesting it's easier either, but it's different. It is substantially different, and I hope that the Pentagon doesn't spend its money worrying about how to drive down Nassau Street in Princeton. And I hope that Waymo, wasting its money trying to figure out how to, you know, go down a a a, a, a dirt road in Afghanistan, when there are landmines and uh, who knows what people shooting at you. If there are landmines and people shooting at us, uh, you know, going down Nassau Street in Princeton, then. We have other problems. And as you pointed out in your newsletter, the Pentagon's money is, in fact, your money. Yeah, it's our money. So, look, yes, do a good job in Afghanistan or Syria or wherever the next place you want to go. Okay, great. But, you know, don't don't worry about Nassau Street. And finally, as we said earlier, the second annual Smart Driving Car Summit is coming up less than two weeks away now in Princeton. Uh, Looks like a great lineup, Alan. Yeah, I mean, we have some wonderful people coming here and uh, and hopefully what and and as we did last year, this is not going to be, you know, preaching from the from the pulpit out there. You know, it's going to be a. People uh, getting in and, and discussing and trying to deal with these very, very challenging issues. What we've been dealing with with transparency is very challenging. You know, it, it, and, and it hasn't, and it's just beginning to be discussed. And it's nice to see that Voyage is, is interested in, 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 in this thing. It's nice to see that New Tommy is interested in, in discussing this opportunity. It'd be nice if Uber, Waymo, and the rest of them, and, and GM, and, 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 and BMW, and, and, and Bosch, and, and Continental, and everybody else was interested, too. And so I think that one of the things that we want to do with respect to the summit is is basically have everybody or at least some people begin to say, hey, yeah, we should discuss it. 
And we should have insurance in, in the room, too, because in a sense, you know, there are partners with this. If, in fact, we can build a technology such that there's no crashes, guess what? Insurance will make more money. Any and other thoughts about who that, should be attending, Alan? Well, I mean, everybody, I guess, or not everybody, but people that are people that are working in the space that can contribute. Okay, it's it's certainly policymakers who sit out there and look. Oh my goodness! Uh, 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 if we can't get our ducks in a row, what we're going to have to do is basically put up barricades instead of welcome signs. And 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 what I would like to see them doing is putting up welcome signs and not barricades. And you know, and and they, and then they're well prepared to do either. And so, uh, you know, they're important. And it's people, as I said, in insurance, and it's people dealing with the nitty-gritties of the technology, the, the deep learning neural networks that are in there that one's trying to figure out, really, did it see or didn't it see? And what did it see? And all the people who write the, you know, some of the code that goes in there and, you know, get a perspective on this. So, you know, it's both the both the, 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 the broad picture as well as... Uh, Boy, there are a lot of details here. And what it, what it won't be is, is it won't be a bunch of people that say, hey, I got a solution here. Go buy this. Okay. I think everybody that's coming realizes that we're still at the very, very, very beginning of all this. And we're tr everybody's trying to do it as well as they possibly can. And what we want to do is create an, an atmosphere in the summit that says, uh, let's try to work this one together as opposed to competitively and then hopefully we don't have the regulators saying hey we're colluding and this is anti-competition and who knows what uh so um hopefully we can avoid that um but um, um that's what we're trying to do is uh, everybody's we're trying to basically figure out uh, to figure out how we know what we don't know going to be terrific. There's more info at summit.smartdrivingcar.com. You can find us at smartdrivingcar.com on iTunes, Google Play, and more, even on your Amazon Alexa. Look for my tech reports at textonation.com. I'm Fred Fishkin, along with Alan Kornhauser. Thanks for spending some time with us.